to the Pump Up The Jam podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. And hi if you're new. Hi. Hi. Happy May. Happy May. I love May. Birthday month. Exactly. Yes. The three most important people. Me, your granddad. Yeah. I was going to say it's um, one a week, but it's not technically actually, is it? My granddad screwed it up. Letting the team down. (laughs) Even though he's the oldest. He's the oldest. (laughs) So technically it was me and you who let the team down, but you know. Yeah. Probably more me because I could have kept a pattern going, but hey. I like my birthday. I like it. The last it's day. Normally on a, it's normally on a bank holiday as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Not this year. Ruined by Liz this year. Well, kind of, but I've just taken the three days off. So I've got the whole week. I haven't had to take the whole week off. No. And you'll take be hungover over on the Monday anyway, so... Exactly. You'll be tired, hungover. Sunburnt. Yeah. Oh, well. well. I might have built up enough resistance by then to not be sunburned. Just pack your you know, your Factor 50, you'll be okay. I'm not wearing Factor 50 that's sunblock Yeah, it's true. I want to tan, I just don't want to burn or get skin cancer No, neither That's the aim (laughs) That's the aim (laughs) (laughs) You've got to get some sun yeah, I definitely want to get more sun on my legs this year. Yeah, that's my aim always, every single year. <laughs> and not uh, get a tan on your feet. Yeah, I'll get a tan on my feet every year, and I also get mum jean tan. It's already started. You just need to get all your legs out. Come on. Yeah, but I don't really want to do that at seven o'clock in the morning when I'm riding the bike, because that's the only time I'm outside. <laughs> Well, I bloody tried to do a tinted moisturiser the other day. Thought this is the easiest way to go. Yeah. I woke up and it was streaky as hell. What one did you get? I got the um, cocoa butter one. Oh, Palmer's? Yeah. No, I think it was my fault. It's not their fault. But I was like, this is literally the easiest possible way. You need to get a mousse. A mousse. A mousse. Get better coverage with a mousse. Yeah, but this is a moisturiser with a hint of tan. A hint. So I thought, right, perfect. No strips. I tried that one once before and I didn't like it because it makes the smell of the Palmer's weird. It smells like fake tan. It smells like biscuits. So how has your month been aside from streaky tans? Uh, It's been okay. I got my hair cut, which was great. (laughs) It was. It does look lovely. Yeah, well, you can't really see it. I can't see it now. You pinned it back, but yeah. I love the fringe. So you kind of went for a full fringe, but it's not like a thick one. It's a bit thinner, so I can kind of have like a slight part Party. in the middle. Yeah. And then when it grows out, it'll be nice flicky. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Mine. Flicky. Yeah. And another thing, it was Ash's birthday last month. Yes, it was. Great. Well, I still haven't given him his present, despite coming to see you. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. There's no rush. It just makes the, the birthday last longer, I reckon. Exactly. But yeah, we didn't really do much. We just had a day trip to Brighton, which was very, very nice. Another highlight was we hosted Dad and Claire round 
for a Japanese night. Lovely. So I think we've I've previously spoken about it that we've been round Dad and Claire's where they've hosted kind of like a come down with me, but without the ratings. <laughs> but okay, we just no. do like different countries basically. So we've previously done German night, we've done like a Spanish night american night but it was the first time that we've hosted them and it was ash's night and he did japanese fancy we're a bit worried because we know that dan and claire are not necessarily open to that kind of food but we eased them in gently so ash did he made his own vegetable sushi delicious fancy and i said to him as well yeah i said to him He's going to have to make me some for lunch because it's great. Well, I would like some, please. Really easy. Was it with really avo? Easy. Yep. He did one that was cucumber, one avo, and then one that was like both in the same one. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Cat, uh, chicken katsu curry he did. <sighs> and then we had some ice cream mochi for dessert. I'm not a big fan of the mochi, but very much love a katsu curry. Yep. It was great. So I think maybe um, we need to come round for dinner because Ian yeah. too loves a katsu curry. Does he like vegetable sushi? No. Um, well, I don't think he's ever tried it and he doesn't like avocado. He does like cucumber though. So, you know. Could ease him in. Well, if not, we'd just give you some to take home, you know. Well, Ash, Ashy Davis, it's your turn to host Sam and Ian now for a katsu curry. Yes, please. It's becoming like the sausage rolls. I don't think we've ever told the podcast about the sausage rolls. Sausage (laughs) rolls. They're just delicious. So me and Ash, in lockdown, we found a sausage roll recipe on Good Foods. We follow that every time. And for some reason, well, we love them, obviously, but Sam and Ian and all of, you know, like the kids and then obviously Ian's family around Christmas tried them, loved them. Now we're all obsessed. Dad and Claire absolutely love them. So we just got to start a sausage roll company. Sounds, you should. Sounds like it. So, yeah. I would pay to have sausage rolls delivered to my house. Amy definitely would. Well, okay. Postal sausage rolls. How has your month been? It's been quite interesting. My dad and stepmom came to visit and they took us for a posh cream tea at, mm. at the hotel they were staying in. It was absolutely delicious. Nice. First time the kids have had an actual proper cream, you know, with the stand and all of that jazz and they fancy. loved it. It was very fancy. Mm-hmm. And Taylor tried smoked salmon for the first time because they had smoked salmon sandwiches, yeah. obviously. And he was like, oh, I really like that. And like, we were all shocked. Yes. But I was quite happy with that. It makes me nice. happy. And obviously had the debate about the cream and the jam situation because that's the rules. Yeah. Well, especially when people do it wrong in front of my face. Didn't we have this debate? Who did? I swear we both had this debate with someone. Was it Grandad? Yeah. He does it wrong. And it upsets me. Well, no, it makes sense because he's Cornwall, but yeah, they're wrong. So <laughs> all of you people that are older than us, you're wrong. You're all wrong. <laughs> you're all wrong. It's cream and jam. Yeah, agreed. The cream is the butter. The jam mm. is the topping, and you just yeah. plonk it on. You don't spread it. No, who's got it's, time for that? It's you all just people trying to it. spread it. You literally. 
just no no you have two halves you don't squish them together oh i do sometimes if i'm being greedy yeah no i don't think that's being greedy i think being greedy is having two separate ones with loads of cream maybe not greedy but i meant like because you you gotta get your mouth quite wide so i'm just i see what you mean anyway Stopping it. yeah so anyway we, that was a highlight it was lovely to see them nice and then i went to tedx mm, yes. went to ted talks which was really cool and the highlight of that was some really cool space ladies mm-hmm. they were amazing and i'll follow them and i'm a little bit obsessed but it was a really really good day really enjoyed myself and i also went we took noah and the bigger kids should we take both the kids or was it just evie no it was just evie we went to the um magnificent motors show in eastbourne seafront Mm. where we looked at some cars nice yes it was nice oh i have got another highlight what my sister-in-law and brother-in-law got engaged. Oh, yes. Lee and yes. Shaw, congratulations. Shaw, we don't listen. And it's The Rock. It's beautiful. I've seen the Instagram post. My, my, my. It my. looks beautiful. It is beautiful because she came, they came for dinner the day after. Mm. I was very excited. Yeah. Actually, I forgot about it when she first got there. And all of a sudden, whilst I was right next to her, I was like... <gasps> Oh my god! And she was like, "What? What? What?" She thought there was a spider because we just had a spider incident, and I was okay. like, "No, I just haven't looked at the ring." Yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that is really exciting. It is. I'm very excited. Yeah. Congrats. Don't, we've got no dates or anything yet, but oh, well, I, I can't wait. Couldn't imagine. Well, some people some know people everything. Just get it done, don't they? Yeah. But I'm very excited. I'm very happy for them insert post Malone (laughs) (laughs) nice so rundown so this month we're gonna review as normal we'll review the albums we've listened to in the last month the singles we've listened to in the last month our record of the month our honourable mentions and then the main theme is songs that get British people hyped yes and it's in honour of Liz's coronation Mm -hmm. having a lovely old jubilee bank holiday platinum jubilee platinum jubilee and there will be lots i am sure lots of street parties we're having one excited about it we got something in the post quite a while ago that was basically saying that they want to shut the road off to have a street party or something i don't know oh i love it you should make sausage rolls oh my god they'll all love you we probably don't want to talk to anybody though Oh, so you know boring. me, Nash. We're not. You're boring. Not boring, but we would rather spend our time doing something else than hanging around <laughs> with loads of old people. No. Great. So, yes. Very excited. I've really enjoyed doing this. I've got way too many songs. Yes. And I will just have to cut them down on the fly when we're talking about it later because I then got a bit we'll, carried away. We'll just add it to the playlist, don't worry. Yeah, we'll don't add it worry. to the playlist so you'll get all the songs I've listened <laughs> <laughs> I'll just talk about a select few because, you know, lovely. So, how many albums do you have? Four. Well, three, one EP. I've got 40. Ooh, for once I get to go first because... <laughs> You don't actually have more than me. <laughs> so my first one this month is an EP. So it's by Yellow Days. 
and it's called Slow Dance and Romance. So it's only five songs, 17 minutes, two seconds. So I think I have previously spoken about him, but it was a long, long time ago. Okay. Um, he is a British singer-songwriter. He's classified as soul-filled indie rock. Yeah. Well, that sounds a bit fun. <laughs> but this EP is very mellow and sort of matches the title perfectly. Yeah. Like, I can imagine you kind of slow dancing. It's filled with soft tone guitars, staggered drum beats, and it's actually quite down-tempo. But there's some really cool sounds and production in there. I think Yellow Days, his voice in general isn't sort of the best you've ever heard, but that doesn't mean he's bad. It's got a cool, like, quirkiness to it, and I think it definitely suits the vibe of the EP. It's a really, like, calming listen, but halfway through, I think it does start to feel like it's getting a little bit repetitive. Okay. And it doesn't, like, quite push it any further. It just kind of stays on one level. I do think it's a really cool project and definitely worthy of praise. But I think there's just something that just kind of missed it for me. Yeah, um, it's a little bit off the mark. Yeah, and again, I don't know if it's because it is so down-tempo that it is a little bit like, right, it's only five songs and, like, I'm three songs in and it's all still kind of the same mm. But no, it was it was really cool. Very like a nostalgic kind of listen um, where he adds his own kind of funk to it. So yeah, it was cool. Again, I don't know if I would go back and listen to it as a whole EP, but there definitely yeah. are some really good songs. So I liked A Soul Man and Slow Dance and Romance. Oh, lovely. Yes. So the first album I'd like to talk about is Blossoms, Ribbon Around the Bomb. Nice. It's 12 songs, 37 minutes and 14 seconds. It's fair to say that I've listened to a few of their albums. Yeah. And I do, as a rule, quite like a lot of what they do. This album feels a lot more intimate and evolved. So, like, they're growing, but I didn't want to say that, but now I've said it, so... They're growing as a band. Growing as a band. Maturing. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) There's a lot more kind of personal connection in this album, and I really liked it. The name of the album came from the lead singer after he visited Frida Kahlo's house. I just thought that was really cool. Some of it's got a real, like country folky feel to it which I really enjoyed yeah but there are some other really poppy influences and the kind of trademark indie blossoms feel to it but like I said it's it's more evolved it feels smoother okay if that makes sense yeah but without being too like album polished do you know what I mean yeah because I think their music still needs a rawness to it yeah so it's still got that. Yeah. So my favourite songs were Ode to NYC, Care for Her, which has some real like, this is going to sound a bit mad, but when I was listening to it, I was like, this sounds really ABBA. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. It's only got some sounds in it that make it sound that way. Mm-hmm. But later... I read an article that said the same thing. So it's always nice to feel a bit validated in your opinion. <laughs> but it's not a bad thing, honestly. When you hear it, you'll know. It's okay. And then the final one that I really liked was Visions, which reminds me of Fleetwood Mac Dreams. Ooh, I haven't nice. read that anywhere. It just gives me that kind of vibe. And, you know, I can just picture that man on his skateboard with his ocean spray. <laughs> yeah. Because that's all I see when I hear that song now. 
Yeah, he kind of had his TikTok fame. I'm not sure what he's doing anymore. Well, probably. still probably getting through the crates of ocean spray that he was in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hopefully good. you'll enjoy those tracks. I feel like Blossoms for me are a little bit like, yeah, sometimes, yeah, other times. Are they, meh, meh. Are they a band like... So some some groups, I wouldn't turn them off if they came on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't turn their songs off if they came on the radio, but I don't actively seek them out. Yeah, no, like, they don't offend me. Yeah, they don't offend They don't offend me in any way. <laughs> oh, good. They'll be relieved. Yeah, so you're welcome. You're fine. You're not banished from my my ears but i don't yeah don't actively go and listen to them so but i will listen to those songs so yes you will my next one is by sophia bell and it's called anxious avoidant it's 11 songs 40 minutes 59 seconds okay so this is a day her debut album she's from montreal and she's an indie pop singer so I looked on Genius researching into it and it said on there that Anxious Avoidant is a vulnerable tale that gathers its force from Sophia Bell's explosive energy as she explores relationships and feelings while rocking to the music that influenced her teenage years. So nostalgia, I feel like, is going to be a a word that is used quite a lot this episode. Okay. So I (laughs) apologise. But there is a lot going on in this album. If you want consistency... Yeah. This might not be for you <laughs> in a certain type of mood. Okay. You get what I mean? Yeah. Um, it dips into a lot of different genres throughout. One genre I did keep hearing was almost like a hyper pop slash sort of like a soft pop punk vibe. Okay. Okay. I've just kind of made up a subgenre, soft I mean... pop punk now. <laughs> I think what was interesting about this album is the first part is a bit more alternative and sort of experimental. And then the last quarter of the album is a lot quieter. I think she's got like a really lovely, delicate voice, which obviously shines through on the slower kind of tracks. Has a real nostalgia feel to it. So it has like game-like sounds, your noughties, pop rock, punk vocals. So sometimes her singing, not that she sounds exactly like Tom DeLonge from Blink-182, but you know that kind of singing that was very cool in the noughties has that kind of vibe to it. And she very much embraces her influences. You've got like a bit of Avril Lavigne in there, Blink-182, Good Charlotte. But there are a couple of tracks that are kind of like country sounding. So kind of like your old Taylor Swift. Okay. So again, there's a lot, a lot going on. There's a lot going on there. But the production has a real grungy feel to it at times too. The lyrics and subject matter feel very Teenage Diary. So... We know how I feel sometimes about that. But I think it makes it makes sense with all the angst going on that obviously, you know, the lyrics are going to be a type of way. But I did enjoy some songs, but as a whole album, it wasn't for me. I just don't think it felt balanced enough. And I think I kind of actually preferred the kind of quieter songs. But yeah, I do think she's very talented and I will keep an eye out for her when she releases, you know, other stuff in the future. Yeah, just wasn't quite for me. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. The songs I did like are You're Not Real, You're Just a Ghost, I Won't Bite, and Choke. Nice. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I look forward to hearing them at least to see what all of that is 
Yeah. <laughs> Are they all You're slower welcome. songs, those ones? No, I have, um, I think, one that is a bit more okay. alternative. So the next one I want to talk about is Blast Before You Go, which is 13 songs, 32 minutes and 24 seconds. Blast, for those of you who don't know, is spelled B-L-X-S-T. A lot of people do that now, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just a thing, isn't it? Like there's someone like Jaden that's J X D N or E N. I can't remember. That we just we're too old to know about. Speak for yourself. (laughs) I know. I was just about to say, I bracketed you in with me then. (laughs) So it is classed as a mixtape. Okay, but it's thirteen songs. It's an album. But he has said it is a composition. Due to the originality of the material. Mm. So, I mean, I'll let you be the judge of that. Um, so, hard. the composition <laughs> is about his experiences whilst travelling last year. It's oh, got nice. a few features. So, Aaron Ray, who has a lovely voice. Grandmaster Vic, who is classically trained producer. Zachariah and Rick Ross. Oh, okay. It's the first time I've listened to a whole project. So, like, I've heard songs from Blast before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never listened to a whole project composition mixtape album whatever you want to call it yeah i've never listened to a whole project Projects. just project I've, Projects I've a project safe word. yeah <laughs> um i enjoyed it but i'm not sure how much i'll go back to it so okay. i was like oh this is okay yeah it's like i didn't turn it off i didn't yeah. hate it but i suppose it's kind of like what you were saying mm. it it just hasn't grabbed me really like no. uh, yeah it, He's a, a rapper, producer, he, he's he got fingers in many pies, but I suppose I'm talking about it because I did like some of the songs, but yeah. it's just not one that I I can envisage thinking, oh, I know what I want to listen to today. Like, I want to listen to that, back to yeah. that last album. Yeah, um, now I get you. That being said, I did like some of the songs from it, so I liked Never Was Wrong, About You, which used a sample from Case and Joe, Faded, which Faded Pictures. But I looked it up because I thought it was a shanty foolish. So I don't know if you'll hear both of those songs when you hear the song. Okay. Let me know what you think. Okay. Uh, Fake Love in LA, which features Aaron Ray, and Couldn't Wait for It, which features Rick Ross. Nice. There you go, short and sweet on that one. Yeah. Sometimes, again, it happens. Yeah. I think, you know, we're not all going to, like, blow <laughs> smoke up everybody's bum. No. <laughs> Afraid not. Because there's no fun in that. No. <laughs> but, you know, it's again, it's art. It's subjective, isn't it? So, you know. So my next one is Amar Apollo, and it's called Ivory. 16 songs, 40 minutes, 54 seconds. I did not know this was a thing. That's exciting. So I've previously spoken about Amar Apollo, again, a long, long time ago. Again, never really listened to a project. Just heard singles and always really appreciated his voice. Mm. But this is actually his debut album. Oh, wow. Mental. Um, Goes straight to Spotify. Yeah. So he is a Mexican-American singer-songwriter. This album's theme is about the interweaving relationship between love, infatuation, and heartbreak. So your solid love theme. That's a reoccurring thing at the moment. Right, what you know. I think it's... We, we've all experienced love. Some people say that they, they haven't, but I feel like we've all kind of experienced it in some way. 
So it's it's an easy, not an easy theme. That was really like, you know, it's so easy to write about love. Oh, yeah. It's not. But I mean, like, it's just that it's a topic that everybody can kind of get involved in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Universal. Yes. But this album is a mixture of alternative R&B, funk, funk pop and indie features. Daniel Caesar is on this. Oh, nice. And it's got Kali Uchis. Lovely. Um, there is also one track that's produced by Pharrell. Spoiler, I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but as I said, I really love Amara Polo's voice. It's just so beautiful. And one of the things, as I said, that stood out to me previously about some of the singles that I've heard, I think he's very versatile too on this album. There's some ballads that he belts out and then he can hit some really lovely high notes. And then he can kind of sing like that kind of classic R&B type of vibe, which nice. I think probably is my favourite that he does. And then... My favourite, Omar. Yeah. <laughs> my favourite out of all of them. And then he does try to rap a bit on this album too, which isn't too bad. Not my favourite. More talking than rapping, if yeah. you get what I mean. Yeah, I do. Um, but he also sips into Spanish sometimes, which is delightful. <laughs> delightful. <laughs> Look at you. I can see you getting a wide eyed then. No, he's not he's not my type. But you know when there's a, a very pretty voice. Yeah, I do. Don't know what he's saying, but it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds great. He's actually giving you directions to the nearest public toilet. Yeah. Or just telling me <laughs> awful things. This album has a feeling of angst while also feeling kind of sultry and beautiful at the same time. So I don't know. It's kind of like opposites coming together. Yeah. But it was great hearing a full-length project from him. As I said, I've never really listened to like an EP or anything from him previously. And it was great, again, hearing him dip into different genres. I think he's a true talent. Uh, and if you're a fan of like Frank Ocean, Steve Lacey, those kind of people, I think this would be right up your street. Right up the crevice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my favourites were Invincible, which is featuring Daniel Caesar, obviously, Killing Me, and Petrified. Listen, you'll like it. Thank you. So the next one I want to talk about is Kalani, and it's Blue Water Road. It's 13 songs, 37 minutes, and 53 seconds. So this is their third studio album. It's really quite raw and personal glimpse into their personal life so the shooter interlude has like a childish gambino retro cough in it if you know you know if you know you know if you know yeah. you know uh, that they then say i'm keeping that into and then the interlude is basically a stream of questions they've been asked about who they're seeing how much money they have as well as like marriage proposals so it's like Ooh. they sing it and it sounds like just like a song, but when you actually listen to the words mm -hmm. and then read about it, you know that they're actual real questions that they've been asked, or like that weird. people just shout at them because people are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, it's really cool. It's a great album. Some of the songs make me think of other kind of classic R and B songs, and it feels like a bridge between nineties two thousand style of R and B and then bang up to date style R and B. As with their other albums, EPs, they rap and sing and are equally great at both. 
Nice. I really love it. It's a really, really solid album and definitely will be coming back to it. Definitely have listened to it more than once Mm -hmm. and think you will really like it too. But I've got a few (laughs) favourite songs. (laughs) Uh, So Little Stories, which is the opening track. Any Given Sunday, which features Blast. Oh, nice. Okay. Helpful. Yeah. Uh, The Shooter Interlude I've put on there, even though I've already spoken about it, but Mm -hmm. I just really like it. Wish I Never, which has an amazing Slick Rick children's story, slash This Is How We Do It, depending on how old you are, (laughs) (laughs) which has been on heavy rotation, More Than I Should, and then Melt, and they sound a a bit like Brandy in that one. Just a beautiful, beautiful voice. Nice. Yeah, I did see it on the Spotify new releases and I was like, no, Sam, we'll probably listen to that. (laughs) And that did. That came through. So my last one is by Warpaint and the album is called Radiate Like This. So it's only 10 songs, but it is 41 minutes, 35 seconds. So I think for 10 songs. That's pretty long. It is on the longer end of things but this is their fourth album okay i'm gonna be completely honest i think i only kind of know of Warpaint because i know that they're coming to the delaware or they have been to the delaware but i've not really ever listened to any of their other stuff no i can't say that i know of them and actually they haven't released an album since 2016 so they've kind of they they took a bit of a break to kind of focus on different projects and just kind of take some time away from the band but they're an american indie rock band they're all women as well which is really cool nice so again looking into them on genius the website it said warpaint have been compared to Joni mitchell and Susie and the Banshees. Enemy has described their style as intermittently emerging from plaintive moods into harder rocking. They play expansive, lushly harmonic psych rock songs with enough time changes to satisfy even the most beardy prog rock bong tokers. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that I, do you know, sometimes I read these articles, like reviews of albums, mm. and I'm like, just say... Just, just say words. Like yeah. Words. Sometimes I'm really blown away by it and I'm like, that mm. is fancy and I like it. And sometimes I'm just like, you've just put words in there for words' sake, like but, to look yeah. fancy. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. It's not an essay where you need to get like to a certain word limit. Just cut it down. <laughs> cut it down. But anyway, my point is I read that and I was like, okay, like in the middle of like listening to this album and I was like whoa this sounds like crazy but actually the album that I was listening to the band has like a very dreamy vibe and as a whole album it feels very tame and almost like you're drifting through the album when you listen so I was like okay their other stuff must be absolutely like crazy but this album kind of reminded me of that album by Nilifer Yanya that okay. I reviewed a couple months ago. And sometimes there were a few sounds that kind of sounded a bit Arlo Parks-esque. Yeah. So more sort of not Arlo's voice or anything, but more like the guitar melodies that she has in her songs. Yeah. That being said, I do think because some of the tracks are kind of for nearly five minutes long... 
sometimes the tracks did feel a bit long and I think because the tempo of the tracks are kind of slower there were times where you're like hang on this feels like deja vu I got it on shuffle <laughs> yeah like what's going on am I still on the same song I don't know but it yeah it's quite funky at times and has elements of like bedroom pop but I feel like as I said it was pretty mellow that's the best way I would personally describe it yeah. and I think looking into the theme and the lyrics there are actually quite positive themes going throughout the album but if you're like me and don't necessarily listen to the lyrics like taking the words then it doesn't it doesn't feel like the most upbeat album out there um but I did see the website uncut described it as it's a perfect goth summer record and I was like okay (laughs) sums it up sums it up but yeah, I think it's another one that kind of feels like you need to have multiple listens to kind of appreciate it. Definitely did that for me. And I, again, I do enjoy it, but maybe not going back to it as a whole. But the songs that I did like were Champion, Stevie, and Send Nudes. Because <laughs> you know. Send Nudes, did you yeah. Just say? Yeah. Nice. Last track on the album. So my final one is Block Party Alpha Games. So it's 12 Mm. songs, 39 minutes and 38 seconds. Nice. For me, this album is up there with Intimacy, which is my favourite Block Party album. It's their first album since 2016, and it's quite nostalgic with similar sounds that kind of take you back to that Intimacy album. Okay. It starts off with really kind of boppy head nodders. That's Mm -hmm. what I've written. Boppy Boppy head head nodders. Okay. Um, Before it goes into some slower tracks. It's cool because whilst they've kind of harked back to that time, they've got two new members that weren't in the band when they did that album. So the the drummer, uh, who's a woman, Louise Bartle, and the bassist, Justin Harris, neither of those were in the original lineup. And in an interview, the lead singer, Kelly, he said, that's this is with NME. We're not the same band. There might be aspects of this sound that are familiar, but the chemistry is different. And it really does feel like that. Whilst it harks back, it's still new. It's really quite a fresh approach. And I really, really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favourite albums that I've listened to this year. Wow. Definitely up there for me. And I just think if you like any block party, mm-hmm. you will like this album. Nice. There's cool. no skippers on there for me. Oh, bold statement. No, I know. It, that's why it's one of my favourites, I think. Mm-hmm. You come across an album where you don't skip a track, I think that's a magical thing. So my favourite tracks were Traps. The beat reminds me of Superbad, the song that's all the way through Superbad. I love Callum is a Snake. It literally has me in fits whenever mm. it comes on. I'm going to read you one lyric from it. Okay. <laughs> And he says this, he doesn't sing it. Ooh, you're a wrong un. I'm officially washing my hands of you. Nah, don't trust him. His eyes are too close together. It <laughs> <laughs> cracks me up. The whole song is brilliant. Uh, um, okay, well, if, you know, you're not interested by that, <laughs> then it's definitely not for you. <laughs> and then two other songs I liked were Of Things Yet to Come and By Any Means Necessary. Nice. Callum is fake is my favourite, just because it's so and he sounds really like Ooh, you're a wrong un <laughs> like, I love it. I really love it. Yeah, no, I did again I saw that on the new releases, but 
again, they're, they're more your thing than mine. They are my thing. And I think it's the worry where they have been around for so long. Yeah. It's a bit like, oh, is it going to be good? But you liked it, so. I really like it. There you go. They've they've still got it. They've, they've got, got it. it. I don't know what it is, but they've got it. Yeah. Singles. Singles. So my first single is Feels Like by Lucky Day. Ian sent it to me. He said it sounds like something you'd like. Uh, he doesn't. <laughs> Just going to make that clear. He doesn't like it. It's cool and it's got like a sexy Miguel Prince vibe. Oh. And he raps. And when he raps, it reminds me a little bit of Tyler. Oh, okay. You got my interest. I know. I've got your attention. I had, I'm pretty sure I had it with sexy Miguel Prince vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's definitely my kind of vibe and I really think you'd like it too it's also another album so it's on my list of of albums to listen to nice and I'm really excited about it I look forward to that one Mm. my first one is by a band called Quarters of Change and the song is called Tea Love they are an alt rock band from New York and this song has got like a very like 2000s indie pop vibe about it it really reminds me of Top Loader dancing in the moon not that I have to sing but that song is a vibe (laughs) it's a vibe and hopefully you'll see the you know where where Mm. I'm coming from but very catchy and a good indie summer song I think so I enjoy it Nice, I look forward to that one. Um, so my next one is also, also off of an album that I've not had a chance to listen to yet. <laughs> but I heard this song, it was on my release radar. Um, it's Switch Sides, which is Method Man featuring Jadakiss, Eddie One and Fifth Power. Ooh. I've listened to it a lot. It's got a really cool hook and a sample I can't quite place, but I like it. <laughs> that's fine. That's literally, where I, that's <laughs> literally all I've written. It does something good to your, your brain. Yeah. It makes it is a nodder. Cool. It's a hip-hop nod. We always appreciate that. Yeah. My next one is coming with the weird names again. So cool. she's called Green Tea Peng. Oh, nice. And the song is called Your Mind. So this was on my release radar. And her Spotify bio is Psychedelic Soul Songstress. So I was like, oh, okay. Right, so it's a very funky, soulful track. Uh, she's from London as well, so UK represent. Interestingly, she said on Instagram that this one is dedicated to all of those who struggle with a loud, negative mind, those who tell themselves they can't do things, those in constant chatter with a two, sometimes three way convo inside. And she's also released Be Kind to Your Mind t-shirts and posters. Um, and all the proceeds, they go to a mental health charity called Young Minds. Aww. So it's a really good song, but it, it's got a really good message behind it. So it sounds yeah. lovely. You'll enjoy the track too. So. I feel like I will already. Yeah. When you had me at Green Tea Ping. Psychedelic Soul Songstress. Oh, lovely. Um, so my next one is In The Club which is Mahalia, and it's a great flip on Inda Club. Okay. So it uses the chorus, but kind of flips it from an independent woman point of view. Oh, okay. It's got a cool laid-back beat, and it's just a great track. I think you'll really enjoy it. Nice. Right, so my next one is older, a couple years older. But again, every month, got to get at least one in. So, Little Sims. So... Mm. 
I obviously was very late to the game and I just still like listen to her quite a lot. I just really like her. But this is a track from 2019 and it's 101 FM. The Love production it. is great. This literally has been on repeat for me probably like all year. Since I like li- finally got around to listening to her album, this obviously came up as a recommended track and it's all, yeah, added it straight away to my 2022 playlist. But yeah, just keep listening to it. So it's got like a very 90s game inspired, like nostalgic asian kind of vibe to it yeah she kind of reflects on her past and she mentions like ps2 crash bandicoot so it kind of makes sense why it's got that kind of like game vibe about it her flow is just great and i appreciate her i love this song (laughs) does it (laughs) it's on the playlist boom yeah um so my next one unsurprisingly is free by florence and the machine obviously yeah the latest release from the forthcoming album which comes out on friday i'm so excited well it would have already been out for two weeks when you're listening to this but okay but for me <laughs> real time yeah it's coming out in two days and yeah i'm really excited about it yeah i'm just loving the the vibe from all of the new tracks that have come out from flow so far mm-hmm. and this one's got a cool kind of kings of leon guitar nice. but also an irish violiny bit Ooh, okay I just can't wait for it to come out. I just can't wait for the other. Friday, as soon as you wake up, boom. Boom. Well, not as soon as I wake up, because as soon as I wake up, I do stuff, and then I don't touch my phone, and then I have to take Noah. No, but as soon as that's all done. As soon as you can. (laughs) As soon as you can. As soon as I'm available to. Yeah. (laughs) Emotionally, (laughs) physically available, you'll do it. That's fine. And I've got so many to listen to on Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. What, three? Yeah. But obviously, we'll speak about that next month. Yeah. Blame Sam. It's Sam's fault because she's going away to Portugal to I have a fancy holiday. So we we have to record early. <laughs> so it's all your fault. It is all my fault. I literally am not sorry at all. No, I wouldn't anyway, be sorry. I cannot wait. I am First not mad I'm at you. Do, I'm not mad at you. Dump bags, get cocktail. That's my plan. Mm, and I'm happy for you. Genuinely. Maybe get changed changed into like a swimsuit. So my (laughs) last one is by Chloe Lilac. So again, I have spoken about her a couple months ago. God, a good few months ago. I spoke about her EP that she released and she has just released another EP, but I've not listened to it yet. But this song is called Lily's Backyard. This song starts out really simple. So it's just her, her voice with a guitar Mm. and then all of a sudden it just kicks you in the face with sort of like this epic pop rock track and it's just very guitar driven but it just took me by surprise and I was like oh this this sounds good this works and I've just put it's good so yeah I need to go listen to her EP now yeah not right now not right now obviously but when I'm physically and emotionally available (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so my final one is How, which is LMA featuring Roddy Rich. LMA's got a really lovely jazz voice bit, which is on the hook. And I really enjoyed that. It's a solid R&B track. That's nice. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. Thanks. Cool, cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. Record of the month. Okay. Well... You like this person. 
very much. Or you've spoken about her previously. Uh, again, this song is from 2020. It is Tiana Major 9. Think About You, Notion oh. Mix. So I've just been listening to it for the last couple of weeks. And every time it comes on, you know when it just does something to your insides, you're like, oh, yes, this is what I need to listen to. So her voice is beautiful. It's soulful. And there's like this really nice reggae beat behind it. But it also just makes you want to dance. And it is a great summer song. Nice. I love it. Nice. I love it. You love it. That I don't I have to justify it. it. No, you don't. It's great. And it's about love, kind um, of. You love you love. Want? And that's it. <laughs> exactly. I'm excited. Uh, so my record of the month is an old one. Mm. I have been listening to a lot of old Motown and funk this month. Nice. Just... I don't know why. I've just had that kind of vibe. And so I've gone with You're Gonna Make Me Love You by Sandy Sheldon. Oh, okay. I just like it very much. It's a very, very good song. You've gone rogue. Gone rogue. No, nice. Maybe, yeah. do you think it's because a lot of modern stuff that's coming out is very, like, funky and Maybe. it's coming back? It is coming back. Not I that just... it ever went anywhere, but you get what I mean. I do dip into Motown and Funk and stuff anyway, but I've just I listened to a lot of it recently. Just getting you in that, that summer mood. I'm in it. I'm ready. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready here. for the sun. I just need... God, rubbing it in once again. I need to get these pasty legs turned up. Well, there's going to be a heat wave next week, so yeah. you can get your Pretty legs hard. out before. We're going so. to sit in the garden and do some work. Get your legs out for the boys. Well, if I could wolf whistle, I would myself. do that right now. Actually, I can't wolf whistle. I can't whistle. See, I can't even do that. That nice. was pretty good. That was all right. That was nice. Try and do it inwards. I can do it better inwards. No, I can't. I can't <laughs> do a whistle. Ian's always trying to teach me. He gets really annoyed about it. You got to wet your lips. Wet your whistle. Look, I'm not doing it right now. Just sounds like <laughs> all that was was breath. <laughs> just heavy breath. breathing. Heavy breathing. People. Yeah. Imagine if they start halfway through. <laughs> Honourable mentions, it is. Okay. You could tell that she's sick of our shit today. No, I'm joking. I just I'm joking. do I'm not joking. want to learn to whistle. I can't do it. I can't whistle that well anyway. Ooh, at least you can make a noise. So, my first one, a little bit late, but. Coachella happened, as, happen. as the world knows. Yeah. But Coachella does a thing where it's not just one weekend. They do it across two weekends. I wanted to mention it because there's two people that were headliners that I really like. And they brought out some very cool guests. So I just okay. wanted to talk about it. So Harry Styles, we know. Yeah. One of my loves. <laughs> one of your a, many loves. So the first weekend, he brought out Shania Twain. Yeah. Because why not? Why wouldn't you? She looked like she was having a ball. But again, who wouldn't with Harry Styles looking at you like that? Exactly. The second week, he brought out Lizzo, of course. Nice. And they both were just running around again, looking like they had the best time ever. Oh, so that was one. But my main one that I wanted to talk about, Billie Eilish. Yeah. So the first week, 
she brought out Damon Albarn and Della Soul <laughs> to perform Feel Good. Just Insane. Crazy. Apparently, though, and this says a lot, some of the people either in like watching the live stream or in the crowd or both, because they're so young, they thought that Damon Albarn was Billie Eilish's dad. <laughs> one person thought it was Elton John also. <laughs> Can we nice. just... One person thought he was Elton John. What? <laughs> like, that is not okay. I don't even know how... How do you how? even get from that to that? <laughs> not when it? he was performing, I don't think. But I think when he first came out... I feel like if you're you're British, you would know him straight away. Yeah. But maybe the Americans, you know. <laughs> Billy Eilish's dad, wow. And the second week, oh, you have no idea. And I'm such, like, this was a moment where I was like, I actually kind of feel like a bit of a loser because I shouldn't get this, like, happy or excited about something. Like, I, because I'm not there like, I don't know why I got this happy about it, but I woke up and I saw that she had brought out Hayley Williams. <laughs> so, one, they performed Misery Business, which oh was a shocker because Hayley and Paramore have retired that song. Yeah. But what I liked is that Hayley did the first verse in the chorus and then Billy sung the part that Hayley doesn't like to sing. So I was oh, like, okay, yeah. I get it now. But then Billy did Happier Than Ever. And of oh, course, really? Hayley came out and it just, I was just watching it like in total awe. I was like, oh, I don't know why I'm so happy, but it just made me happy. And I was like, to be there in that moment, I would have died. Done. <laughs> done. Gone. At a fork in me, I'm done. <laughs> and believe it or not, Hayley... And all Barrymore have never performed at Coachella before, so this was her first time being there. Crazy. So just wanted to point that out. It was all epic. My first one is something that you've also watched but don't share my enthusiasm for, and that is Moon Knight. Mm. Now, I have absolutely loved it from beginning to end, including the dodgy London accent. Well, you say it's dodgy. I just went with it and enjoyed it but you can't genuinely say that it's a good accent i have heard people it's not. talk like that i think you can't you just can't get over it you need to just get over it but well, accents for me it's just a cringe it's cringe but anyway <laughs> and i just think for me because it's also dealing with mental health issues yeah i love that it's dealing with trauma i love that like it's it could be very triggering if you're of a certain persuasion so i think it probably does need that kind of mm. warning like if you've gone through emotional turmoil as a child there might be some very triggering moments in it for you particularly the last kind of two episodes or the last the second to last episode yeah when you find out quite a lot about the characters and I know you felt that it was quite rushed towards the end, which I'd agree with. But I think it did set the pace, really. I, I think it had to pace set up until that moment anyway. Mm. I just flipping loved it and I want everyone to watch it. And also, I loved the fact that they used Bob Dylan track in one of the episodes. They used Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go in one <laughs> of the episodes. And I just think... 
it was really well done. I don't know, I would say that about most Marvel stuff. Probably, I can't think of a bad uh, Iron Man 3. Apart from <laughs> Iron Man 3, I can't really think of a bad Marvel programme and I probably don't need to hype it up. Ant-Man and the Wasp is pretty dire also. Yeah, I fell asleep, it's, not, it's, it's awful. It's not my favourite, it's not my favourite. But yeah, we digress. Um, I thought the way that, I don't know, do you call it a costume? Like when he turns into Moon Knight. Yeah. And the two costumes for the two personalities. Mm. I thought that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I loved the his wife. She was amazing. Mm. It's kick-ass and I liked that. I think what I disagree with, because I really, I didn't know anything really about Moon Knight going into the show. So I was really excited to know more about it. And it's not to do that I like dislike the themes or the character or anything like that. I think what I disagree with is I don't think it was the best Marvel show. And I don't think it was as well made as it could have been. I think my issue, and I was speaking to like uh, my uni lot about it earlier, funny enough, is one of them said it was like a three hour story stretched into a six hour show, obviously, but it still managed to feel really like rushed and not that interesting. I just think that they obviously needed to set him up, but it felt so slow. And then the last few episodes just was like, whoa, we're doing about a thousand things. So yeah, I really wanted to like it, but I just didn't. It didn't grab me. And I I do feel sad because again, Moon Knight seems like a kick-ass character. Mm. Um, and I can't wait to see like what else he's going to be in. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are a bit, they either really liked it or they didn't. Like yeah. Marmite, I'm on the, the other side, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's, it's unusual for us to be that. Oh yeah, Marvel anything, I'm like, I'm there. Yeah. I'm, I'm there for it. G-Hulk, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that series. Well, that leads nicely on to the <laughs> one that we share. So, we actually haven't discussed anything about this. So, I'm hearing, Sam's already heard my opinion, but I haven't heard Sam's. So, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, that came out last week. We went to the first day, because I have to avoid all spoilers. Even though Ash still managed to get something spoiled for him. Before we even went to see it. Because Twitter. Twitter is the issue. It was an evil place. But I enjoyed it. Again, I don't feel like it's the best Marvel movie I've ever seen, but it's not the worst. I think it's a really fun time. I think what happened is sort of watching Loki and seeing all that multiverse stuff, it was like, oh my God, like the multi, like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Madness is going to be absolutely insane. Can't wait to see what happens and actually I think I kind of put too much on it and actually it was completely different to what I thought it was going to be but it was really fun and I did enjoy it what did you think Um, (laughs) I love the first one I love Doctor Strange he's one of my favorite characters and I think people don't really talk about him enough and I just think no I feel me and Ash say this all the time we feel like he's quite underappreciated and actually it's quite important he's so important yeah without him end game (laughs) that scene with the guy at the wedding and he's like 
there must have been another way and he was like no because he was talking about how his cats died <laughs> and then he's oh, like, and then his brother i lost my cats and my brother <laughs> I'm just like, surely okay. you bleed with your brother no obviously like, not no i really enjoyed it i thought it was yeah. really good there were quite scary bits in it not scary as in they made you jump oh there was one bit that made me jump I don't think I can't remember anything actually made I only watched it today so I can't Mm. remember anything actually making me jump but I didn't expect it to be as dark as it was like there was some really dark makeup going on Uh, it Mm. was absolutely amazing like the prosthetics that they must have used to do those looks were amazing do you know the link to all of that no. So the director is Sam Raimi. Yeah. So did who did the the original uh, Spider Man trilogy, but he also did Evil Dead. So if you were to go back and like look at Doctor Strange as zombie, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't think I was really prepared because that like Marvel films aren't normally as dark as that, are they? And no. I don't it, think was it was dark. Different. Like you shouldn't take your twelve year old to go and see it. Yeah. Like, if you've got a Marvel mad kid, they'll be fine. Yeah. It is just a bit broodier than a normal... Is that fair to say? Yeah, I feel like, again, because it's Sam Raimi and he's got a reputation, leading into it, I knew that people were saying it was quite dark, so that didn't didn't come as a surprise. But I think I almost expected it to be a bit more darker because people were labeling it as like a Marvel horror movie and it definitely oh, is no, not. It definitely isn't a horror 100% movie. 100% is not. No. I really enjoyed it. I liked how I liked the broodiness of it. I liked the yeah. broodingness, not broodiness. That's No, no, we know what you mean. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it and I thought it was quite it was still quite funny in bits and mm. I liked the premise of the the story Yes. In terms of who was helping and how that worked out. I think, yeah, what's quite interesting, what I thought was really cool, because, again, there's a lot of characters that are being introduced, not just in this movie, but, you know, as we're going into this phase of stuff. um, America Chavez, I didn't realise, like, that's... She's only one. There are no other multiverse versions of her. So I was like, that is fucking insane. That's really cool. But... Again, I I think there was so much going into it that I was like, oh my god, this could happen, this could happen. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think it was different to what I expected. I feel like I wanted it to be better, but that's not saying that it's bad. I don't know how to describe it. And I feel like it was more of obviously a Wanda slash Scarlet Witch movie than a Doctor Strange movie. I see where you're coming from with that. I I was really upset about how that ended. Spoilers. Difficult so if you've not seen talk, it. I mean, it's difficult to talk about in fact given spoilers. Well, spoilers, so you need to switch off if you've not if you've not seen it. I don't know if she's gonna come back. Because really would they kill her off just like that? I don't think so, because they're in the multiverse now, so there's loads of different versions of her, so Oh, that is true. Yeah. Because I said that to Ian and he was like, yeah, but multiverse. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because when she was like, oh, I'm going to destroy, obviously, the big building thing. I was thinking, but there's going to be the books in the other universes. And then you they saw the books being, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, all right. All it's right, Marvel. Clever. And, of course, because it's Sam Raimi, we had Bruce Campbell, who plays Ash in Evil Dead, as a little cameo. Yeah. 
obviously. Obviously, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people in the cinema when we went to see it didn't really, you know, like the last end credit scene where yeah. he's like, duh, duh. oh, it's done or whatever he says. Yeah. Um, I think people were like, Over. oh. So Ian and I were just like, they they love it. It's like that little bit of control. They know that you're going to wait because you've been told there's two end credit scenes. Like yeah. you're just going to wait till the very end of the credits and just to see that bit at the end. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, we've got, what is it, Thor? Love and Thunder is the next one. Right, Cannot wait. Looks amazing. Cannot wait. It looks really funny. So I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Marvel. Oh. Marvel, we love you. Oh. Anyway. Main theme. Main theme. So as we said at the top, the main theme is songs that get British people hyped. So we're basically getting you ready for your Jubilee Street Party. Oh, Lizzie. Lizzie. You're welcome. We love you. So the idea for this one really came from Instagram, <laughs> yeah. quite frankly. So yeah, I think this was something that you sent to me quite yeah. a while ago and you were like, oh, this, yeah. this is a good idea. So it's from the account Swan Brand UK and the caption is Pure Bangers X. So songs that get British people hyped. So this is the eight songs that they listed. So one was Sweet Caroline, Wonderwall. Mr. Brightside, Don't Look Back in Anger, Mr. Blue Sky, Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm Gonna Be, Brackets, 500 Miles, and Come On Eileen. <laughs> and they are all bangers, <laughs> must be fair. Pure bangers, pure, like, like the caption says. bangers that would definitely not be out of place at a British gathering. Yeah. But there are definitely a lot more. Oh, yeah. I've listed some. Well, that I think... Hopefully it's not just songs that get me hyped. When I like started doing like my list, I forgot what songs were on the Instagram post. Yeah. And I literally straight away, all the ones I listed were about five of them from that oh. list. And I was like, well, I've got to start again now, don't I? Start again. Start again. <laughs> um, Come On Eileen is, I would say, like a pure banger as it says but I feel like that is the one that is played at like weddings parties whatever and everybody is like yes come on Lightly. Uh, it gets everybody it does gets get you hyped you hyped as I a British person I don't I can't imagine our friends in the US getting as hyped to <laughs> come on Eileen just don't understand the culture you don't get it okay <laughs> it's all about the culture um, <laughs> As I said earlier on, I actually went on to list quite a few. I just got a bit carried away. So I will add them all to the playlist, but I will only talk about 10. Because I've only done 10, I'm sorry. you've only done 10 as well. But on that that separate playlist that we do, yeah. there will be many more many of Sam's more. genius or recommendations. I mean, they might not be genius, but they might be. They're you, so come on. Shall I go first? Go on then. Okay, then I'm going to hit this family party with baggy trousers. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That was such a good one. Thank yes. you very much. I mean, or, or any oh. madness song, because we all love a madness song. They're like a family mm-hmm. band. I mean, are they technically, yeah, they are a band, I guess. Mm-hmm. But madness is for the family. It is for the family. <laughs> family oh. friendly. Now that I'm actually guided, I didn't think of that. 
but that that's a good that's good see i went a bit i feel like there are some that are a little bit rogue go on so my first one venga boys boom 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 (laughs) (laughs) i feel like british people love venga boys I feel like it's a thing. I feel like it's a thing too. I think where I came from when I when I was thinking about songs, I was also thinking about what songs get everyone, like regardless of age. I feel like Boom dancing. Boom 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 does that. Can you imagine Mum dancing to Boom Boom Boom? Yeah, I feel like she loves Venger Boys. <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll have to ask her. <laughs> but I'm with you. I wouldn't mind that on a playlist because I actually owned that album my it backfired actually because that was bought for me as a joke for my birthday mm. and i loved it so win-win um rocket man any elton i was like yeah all the elton <laughs> i'll leave that to I'll you yeah, yeah. I no i feel like again elton john is you know who's gonna family, be on there a family classic in there family classic so my next one, we from the original list, we already had a Queen song, but I feel like We Will Rock You, to me, feels like more of like a... But I think Bohemian Rhapsody, I always just associate with Wayne's World. Yeah, every time. So I think, yeah, We Will Rock You feels like more of like a family, like yeah. everybody's clapping, stomping. Yeah, you <laughs> stomp, you clap, it's just a thing. You just know. It's in our blood. It's in our blood. I don't know where it's come from, but it's in there somewhere. (laughs) So my next one is Dancing Queen. I think I nearly put that down, but I didn't. (laughs) You're right. Thank you. Dancing (laughs) Queen. There you go, Mum. That's one for you. One for Mother. Yeah, maybe a little bit rogue and maybe more of like kids party, but Los Del Rio Macarena. Oh, nice. No, I don't think that's good part at all. I think that's that's up there with the other dancing songs, isn't it? Have you got any more of those on your list? No. I have not either. Well, apart, well, kind apart of from one. That one. No, I don't have that one. No, I have that one. <laughs> if only you'd see what Sam was doing right now. <laughs> I'm doing the actions. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. YMCA. No, I don't have that. But she was think... like, do you have this one? And then was doing <laughs> <laughs> spelling the letters. You know, don't even have to tell you. You already know what she's doing. Yeah, you know. You can see it in your mind's eye. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Okay, maybe this one's a bit rogue. Smash Mouth, All Star. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I'd expect that always to be on this playlist from you. Yeah, it does. Gets me hyped. Feel like... Mum would get down to that too. Oh yeah, she'd be all over that. I'm gonna go a bit more. This is I don't know if this might be too school disco. Okay, but Grease Medley. No, I've got it. I've got yeah. it. The Grease Mega Mix. <laughs> Fucking love that. Because I tell you, every time it comes on. So when I went out on my works night last month. We ended up in Yates, or Yates's, however you say it. I say Yates, whatever. It was a Thursday night Ooh. in Hastings. And if you know, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Felt very dressed up when I went in there. <laughs> and we had the Macarena played, and we all did it. And they also did the Grease Mega Mix, and everybody was loving their lives. Singing away. So, it's a thing. Certified. 
Grease Mega yes. Mix. Legend. Love it. Especially when everybody tries to do the really high note and it's awful. And they all do the... Oh. I'm not going to do it. No, it's No. No. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not do it, do it. Yeah. Anticipation, like, is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? No, I'm not. Because I'll break your eardrums. <laughs> um, <laughs> my next one, Phil Collins in the air tonight. Nice. Nice. I like where you've gone with that. So the next one I would like to mention is Sex on Fire. Oh, good. I didn't pick it, but yeah. It's definitely one regardless as well. Like, mum would get up and dance to that. Yeah. I think she might have been the basis for every song on this list. (laughs) Would mum dance to the... Yeah. Yeah, she would. Yes, and boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Absolutely would. (laughs) I'm going to ask her. She's probably like, I'm going to text her right now. I'm going to send her the song. On YouTube. On YouTube, obviously, because she hasn't got any music. Oh, God, here we go. I'm sending it to her. Oh, it's such a rude video, though. (laughs) I can't send this to my mum, can I? Stanger Boys, come on. The Stanger Boys is coming. That's the wrong song, but... I know the word. Would you like me to fill in your nana now? Go on, then. The Venga bus is coming and everybody's jumping. New York to San Francisco and into city disco. The wheels are still turning. There you go, that's it. I'm good. You're like, no, that's it. You've had enough. All right. Yeah. Settle it. That debate. was very impressive. Thanks. Thanks. That was really cool. That was muscle memory. All right, this is what I'm writing. Mum, settle a debate. Would you dance to this song? At a party. There you go. It's gone. Okay. And the video, though, the video thumbnail is basically a naked lady. She's going to love that, aren't she? Yeah. She's going to think Great. I'm going to some porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me I'm disgusted. Oh. Oh. <laughs> right. So while we wait for Mother while to reply, which she might not. Time. She might not. No. My next one. Pure banger anyway. Go on. Outside of this list. Go on. Tears for fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. Nice. Yes. Lovely. You did good. You understood that the assignment. is honestly probably on like my top list of like favourite songs. Nice. I don't know how long the list is. Let's say top 100. Yeah. It's in there. It's in there somewhere. It's don't know where. There. Don't want to commit to where, that, where it is. No. But top one hundred, I feel like, is a safe, <laughs> a safe, yeah, safe number. Place. Okay, I'm gonna go with a bit of Tina, mm. the best. People love that song because you can probably just, you know, belt it sing. out. Yeah, because I would choose Proud Mary, but it's got a big intro. Yeah, it t- it takes a little time yeah. to get into it. Whereas yeah. the best, you're straight in. That was my you're thought process. The best. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're right. Bring it in the face of whoever you're near. Just grab them and tell them that they actually are. Yeah. So my next one definitely, I feel like Mum was in mine. So Rizzle kicks, Mum would do the hump. <laughs> 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 I love Rizzle kicks anyway. 
But and that was is that is that still her ringtone? Was that her ringtone for it ages? It was her ringtone. I don't think it is anymore. No, but I loved it when it was her ringtone. It used to let me giggle. She bloody loved that song. She did bloody love that song. <laughs> mama do the hump, mama do the hump, hump. Mama do the okay. hump, hump. So my next one, sorry, I'm just looking at my list and thinking, what am I going to choose? What am I going to choose? <laughs> um, my next one, I'm going to go for another more recent one. I'm going to go bonkers. Nice. Because I do think that one gets people up on the floor. You're basically just like listing songs that were at your wedding. Maybe. Were these songs at my wedding? Um, <laughs> the best, wasn't it? The Grease Medley was No, no. But Bonkers there was a... on fire were. Yeah. And there was another one. Right at the start. Baggy trousers. Yeah. That you had baggy was trousers. At my wedding, actually. Yeah, we did. Proud. So, Spice Girls. Yeah. Wannabe. Nice. Love it. I don't care who you are. You all love a bit of Spice Girls. And you'll sing along to that song. Yeah. Don't deny it. Don't deny it. None of you. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to go with one that kind of I just personally like. <laughs> but I do think is one that's always played, and I'm going to go Vogue by Madonna. Nice, okay. You have to get her in there. Yeah, I do like her. My old man. Yeah, we know. We know. Um, My last one mm-hmm. is the legend Dolly Parton, 9 to 5. Nice, beautiful. People love that song so much. Yeah, we love but Dolly. Mum's reply. <gasps> Mother's reply. You can Dolly. see dots. Oh, there's a reply there's dotage. It will take about 20 minutes. She's probably going to say no. Oh, my God. The pressure. <laughs> so I'm going to have two songs because we had one shared. Yeah. So I'm going to go with... What am I going to go with? I'm going Black Box, Ride on Time. Nice. Nice. And my final, I feel like it doesn't matter what the occasion, but this is always played at the end of a typical British family get-together. Mm-mm. New York, New York. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. I, don't I feel know like why. we've talked about this before. I do not know why and I don't understand it, but it is. It's just a thing. And it needs to be at the end of the playlist. <laughs> the very end. Yes. It will be there. Don't worry. As we said, dear listener, I have many more on my list and they will be on the playlist. So if you're shouting right now at whatever device you're listening to us <laughs> on, saying, but you forgot this song. Have a look at the playlist first. But then if you think after you've looked at the playlist, we've still missed one or two or three, drop us a line. We'd love to know. Yeah. Get involved. Come on. Right. And now mother's answer. Are you ready? Guaranteed. You ready? I yanked the mic out of anticipation. The question was, would mother... Mum, settle a debate. Would you dance to this song at a party? Sent her the video on YouTube. Sexy lady on the thumbnail. Yes, I would. Love mum. Kiss emoji, kiss emoji, kiss emoji. Heart kiss emoji, flower, butterfly, old lady. There you go. It's official. She Thanks, would mom. listen to that song. You very happy. Thanks, mum. Listen to the podcast. For more info, I have to write information. So, as usual, if you would like more information about us or about where you can get in touch with us on the social media, so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
if you would like links to the playlist all of the playlists because with every episode that we do we create two playlists one is just of the main theme then you can head to our website which is pumpupthejampodcast.com which was lovingly curated by the beautiful jessica smith hello do you like the fact i use the word curated yeah yeah and the word beautiful yeah so get in touch let us know what songs you think british people you know get them hyped tell us come on but only after you've looked at the playlist because obviously yeah because yeah. sam's got a lot of songs got a lot of songs that she's she's gonna add to it away that's fine it happens i got excitable yeah so let us know <laughs> but obviously look at the playlist first because sam will be very mad at you be mad i might have to be disappointed should be disappointed because <laughs> <laughs> i've said it twice now should be disappointed so just cross-reference just cross-reference. just make sure make sure it's not on just the playlist sure. before you say oh did you think about this one but yeah we hope you enjoyed it it was very fun theme this month well it's always fun always it's fun. always fun we always say that should we do a not fun one well next month what are we yeah. gonna do just sit there in silence <laughs> stare Worst at each other songs. yeah it's always, it's always a good time, but, good you know, time. we hope that you have enjoyed it. We appreciate you. We love you. Yes, we do very much. World peace. Bye. 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 <laughs>